Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we are reviewing the latest film from Steven Soderbergh. Um, he will have released, by the end of this calendar year, you'll have released three movies in uh, like 12 months, basically, and we're all the better for it. Um, but that is the film No Sudden Move. Before we get into the movie, we're going to describe the film in eight words or less. And I'm going to ask Ben to go first. Happy to see Brendan Fraser in a movie. I can, I can go next. Uh, mine was, explain the story, please. The lens distracted me. <laughs> so many people complain about that lens. Yeah, because um, it completely, oh, it I hate completely it. pulls you out <laughs> every time you notice it, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. You guys are weirdos. Um, for for having vision, like, <laughs> I mean, it, it, yes. it, I mean, Soderbergh's it, the weirdo for choosing that. <laughs> I will just say, I guess mine will be more Soderbergh all the time. Please, the film's no sudden move. It stars Don Cheadle, Benicio del Toro, David Harbour, Ray Liotta, John Hamm, Brendan Fraser, Kieran Culkin, Amy Simons, Julia Fox, Frankie Shaw, Bill Duke, and a big cameo. I won't spoil it here, but it should be no surprise if you've seen a Steven Soderbergh movie before. <laughs> but uh, the film is about a little a crime gone wrong kind of story set in 1954 Detroit, and the MacGuffin. After things go wrong, uh, the two lead characters, who are played by Del Toro and uh, Cheadle, try to get to the bottom of what the hell just happened to them yeah i can go first on our general thoughts on this i like i'm an unabashed steven soderbergh fan i i don't there has i don't think there's been a movie of his i really didn't like he he's very willing to experiment and try new things and uh is always up to something and while i will say since he's come back from retirement my favorite movies have been Logan Lucky, Unsane, and this would probably be my top three of his most recent stuff. How many has he done? Like four? No, one, two, three, four, five. So this is six movies since he retired, quote unquote. I was going to say, he retired? Yeah. Uh, he retired, like then he made the Nick, and then came right back to the movie. So there's actually... he. I mean, there's only like a year gap in releases. That's not a retirement. <laughs> well, he he's very open about it. He was. I actually just listened to an interview with him on Mark Barron this week, and he he was like very wrapped up in the business side of things and worrying about that. And he was like, he he thought he, that he was frustrated with that, and then was tying that into like his enjoyment making content and then he started making the nick and loved it and then made another movie and he re- quickly realized he's most happy when he's making stuff and he just needs to not worry about all the business shit that he's never going to really get to be a part of he also called this a movie not a film um he said he hasn't made a film oh since uh che which has been a while that was just that just that quote makes me downvote this like oh another star. Oh my gosh, why? <laughs> I think... I think it just sounds so pretentious. Magic, no, magic Mike no, and Magic Mike an ounce I, of pretension XXL? in it. Like, a film and a movie, it's the yeah. same thing. <laughs> That's like the cinema thing. No, I mean, I, I, <laughs> you guys it's so weird. You guys are weird again. How is saying two words are the same thing, which is definitionally correct weird well i mean because i think there's like the language of movies versus film there's two like, different goals oh, that's not funny that's humorous 
No. <laughs> but like the way he's saying this, like I haven't made like a good work. Since no, he's then. not it's saying. Like, no, he thinks movies can be amazing and great and can be five star things. But and so can a film. He it's his it's the intention behind them is what they're talking about. Okay, Scorsese. Um. Anyways, no sudden move. The film, uh, like we said, starts off as this heist thing gone wrong. Uh, the script I think is really great and full of great lines and has a few surprises along the way. And it, it it's it's uh it's not a slow movie, but it's a it's it's not rushing either through everything and it it the, my big complaint with it is it can get a little it's almost maybe a little too knotted up by the end of the movie but i also just wonder with you know they're intentionally keeping you in the dark until that last 10 minutes of the movie basically on everything that's a lot of the things that are happening and then they unfurl it real quick and i think it all makes sense but that was like my one hang up with the whole movie otherwise i thought the cast was great we got a little bit of everything I don't know. This is my kind of movie, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, for me, take everything you said and then do the opposite or say the opposite. It's like, I don't know. It was just, like, it, it didn't bother you, but as soon as the fisheye lens thing was happening, I could not focus on the movie. And, like, it just took me out so much that I stopped caring about everything slash couldn't concentrate on it. And so I got so confused watching this, and then it went above and beyond of making it more convoluted by just adding layers and layers and layers on top of the story, where it's like, you get a double cross, and you get a double cross, and you get a double cross, and it's just so stupid. And like, I didn't care about anyone in this movie. I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it at all. I mean, it was fine. I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy it, because I'm not necessarily like, I didn't dislike it. I just don't care at all about it <laughs> i wasn't as like the lens thing didn't like totally throw off my my the way i felt about the characters as, as it did with lauren but i definitely didn't care for that lens like it definitely pulled me out whenever i noticed it which was all the fucking time mm-hmm. and you know like maybe i just don't gel with soderbergh like because i don't think like i feel like most of his movies that i've seen i'm not super high on like the Oceans mm-hmm. movies, good. The Magic Mike movies are fantastic, but everything else I've seen of his is like, eh, and this kind of... <laughs> yeah, it's like, I like the Magic Mike he didn't direct. So. And it's like these these movies, like, I feel like a lot of his movies wouldn't be anywhere as memorable if they didn't have the cast, the casts that they do. And I think that's the same thing here. It's like, I, I like, Don Cheadle's good. Brennan Fraser's good. David Harbour is good. Benicio del Toro is good. Julia Fox needs to be in more stuff and have bigger roles, please. But I don't know. Like it, it never. I never got in really invested or really like fell in with everything. You know, just felt like a pretty typical, you know, crime thriller twisty thing. And then it, like you said, it Zach, it just gets super convoluted at the end, and it's just like, oh my god, give me a break. So yeah, yeah, that was, and I feel like I'm ragging on it more than, cause like, I don't think it's a terrible movie. I just think it's fine. I'm fine that you're fine. <laughs> the, the, uh, okay. So let's pivot into star ratings then. And we'll start talking about the movie. Uh, I gave it four. I gave it a, a three. I think I'm at 2.5. Cause again, I'm just, eh, don't care. I don't know if you're supposed to, I don't know if I was rooting for anybody necessarily, but I could see how you could get lost in 
what you're supposed to care about. I don't know. Well, it's I, just like there, he, he, Soderbergh makes vibes, I feel like. And well, I was not vibing, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and like when I, re- when I initially rated it, I gave it a three and a half. Mm-hmm. But then earlier this morning, I tried to like remember parts of the movie and I was really struggling to. So I was like, ah, it's not even, I can't remember it like what, like five days later. That's probably not a good sign. So. I can't remember it a day later. I watched it yesterday. <laughs> um, the movie's No Sudden Move. It's on HBO Max. We got a wide range of opinions here. So depending who you uh, normally fall in line with, uh, you might want to tiptoe more cautiously into this movie or how um, averse you are to um, slightly different uh, camera lenses. lenses. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, from here on out, we're going to have spoilers for No Sudden Move. So, uh, I think from here on out, we're going to go into, uh, spoiler territory. Mm -hmm. Are we spoilers yet? Yes. I did not realize how long the spoiler, like, clip that you put into episodes is. So spoilers? So spoilers. With that, we're gonna get into spoilers. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 Spoilers! All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. You gotta see this, our best scenes. Um, I thought the the meetup at the Italian restaurant was definitely the most exciting scene in the movie. The shootout? Yeah. Uh, it goes really fast, but I felt like it also was pretty true to... the. It was appropriately chaotic. Yeah. And I, I think that was a lot of the twists paying off a little bit, you know? Like with the, the backup people and though whose backup people were at that meetup because i thought they were cheetles at first then i realized cheetle had the people at the hotel at the end as well so i was a little confused but maybe he had them at both i thought he paid for people to be at the restaurant i think you're right i just think they were white guys but that makes sense because there's an italian restaurant and uh they blend in a little bit better i think don cheetle was definitely supposed to feel out of place in that place i also just really enjoyed a lot of the dynamics of that the house which is the first third of the movie and i don't know if there's a particular scene necessarily but i i really enjoyed the staging and the 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 way that developed along the way also harbor was always i think he has a few big moments where he plays bigger Mm -hmm. and broader uh than the tight-knit accountant he's supposed to be and i think that was pretty funny as well um yeah Yeah, i think for the most part the house stuff was what i cared about and when we moved away from that location i just really fell out of the movie i i like the house stuff too but my favorite bit is probably um near the end where john ham just gives the money back to uh to matt damon he's just like oh yeah why don't you take a little take one of the oh shit are we in spoilers shit yes yes okay yeah he's just like take take a take a scotch you know that one's (laughs) that one's good it was like (laughs) oh my god like that's all he gets for and the deal was what like more money than he'd make in his entire career oh yeah well yeah what was the deal that ended up playing out with uh bill duke over cheetle why are like, you asking he's... us? You're the one who understood the movie. <laughs> no, but 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 he, the deal was like either you can take him. I guess he agreed to 
the, there was two things. He could arrest Don Cheadle and da-da-da-da-da. Or he, I guess he said he was going to go kill Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. And that's why he let him take him. But then Cheadle had made the deal on top yeah, of the cause deal. Yeah, because the other one was like, if you arrest him and he dies, it's like the first option sounded oh, he's something like, no, like there he would said, be a race war. Oh, he said he was going to kill him in prison and create more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. We rem- I remembered. We remembered. Good work. <laughs> um, but I like how Go that played you. out. I'm glad. Like I was, I was, I was gonna be a little disappointed if one of those two guys didn't make it out of the movie at the end. So I was kind of happy Cheadle made it out at the end. But I don't I, understand why he does though. He paid off his debts. He he got he cleared his name, and all he wanted was that five thousand dollars to come down to Kansas well, City. And he also like he also made like he showed respect to Bill Duke, where he's yeah. just like you. I know you'll make the I right guess, call, man. Like, it just felt like. <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, it, it does like, I think I understand what's happening, and then someone will be like, nah, I'm not going to do that. It's like, wait, what? What is happening? And I feel like the, you know, Del Toro's death, like, when that happens, like, did anyone not see that coming? Like, um, a mile I, d- away? I, I honestly didn't. I don't know I if wasn't I did, just because I didn't yeah. know what, I didn't trust anything anymore at that point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just, Julia I, Fox I, uh, successfully conned me. I don't know what you can say. No, it just seemed like out of left field to me. That she it's like killed her, him? <laughs> yeah. Her oh, and older gentleman, and like her older gentleman, and like copious amounts of money are going to be like her. That's like her her thing now with that. Yeah. With this and uh, um, uncut she gems. She doesn't need any more. Uh, like no, <laughs> this is just one of the things. Like it doesn't seem necessarily out of character to me because no one can be trusted in this movie. Yeah. The thing is just. It, there were so many double crosses at that point. I was just, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. <laughs> another <Hold> on. one. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed that one. That's why I wasn't that mad that Benicio got killed because I was like, oh yeah, throw another layer on there, and I bought it. I didn't enjoy that, but I did like when they came and took the money from her. I was like, okay, <laughs> that that I appreciated that. Oh, that's right. She doesn't end up with the money. So she still does have to get on another old man. Yeah, like Um, she doesn't even end up with the money that she brought to the case because she took some from her home, I think. Yeah, Yeah, no, she, yeah, they consolidated it because. Yeah. uh, I mean, why not? Like you said, it was $375,000, but it's actually $406,000. Yeah. 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 So Matt Damon came out on top. Fuck capitalism and fuck the auto industry. Right, guys? (laughs) Um,. I saw I saw a review. Somebody called this uh, Steven Soderbergh's "The Nice Guys." The Nice Guys. <laughs> That's horrible. That'd be an interesting one too. The Nice Guys <laughs> is a better film, but um, but the, oh, yeah, the Nice better. Guys is actually enjoyable. <laughs> it's a much better film. Like not even close. And it has like a normal lens. <laughs> <laughs> it also has like some of the best comedic performances of the past like what 15, 20 years. Um. So mm-hmm. I got We got to talk about the lens a little bit. Soderbergh said. <laughs> Well, no, it's just, it's just, he, he, no, 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 like, yeah, he, he did it so that he's like, we, we normally see things in such like this 90 degree angle, he said, and cause it's a wide line, you know, it's like bending the sides a little bit and that's what's having your, but he's, he just, he wanted to make his movie look like something, not everything else, which I can appreciate. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, he did that, like, he, like you said, he experiments and it's like, I, I, Mm -hmm. Like, I have no problem with that. I'm like, hey, man, like, mm-hmm. if you're trying new things, trying to change it up, that's great. Like, um, 
what was it um unsane looked really good like even though i didn't care for that movie it looked good despite being shot on like an iphone or something mm-hmm. like that was bonkers i i just this is i guess one of his gambles that didn't pay off in mm-hmm. my in my opinion like i i hope he continues to to take these risks and make these changes i don't think you have so to far. worry about that like my eyesight is bad enough that the lenses of my glasses do that themselves so i don't need that further just pushed further in that direction i like i want my eyes to be able to see things i don't need this mirrored in my films or movies whatever he called this one a film um let's talk about that ending we have a little bit um again that was my big like again i was I was kind of like with Lauren, like, oh, there's another twist and another twist. And then it was also a little convoluted, everything that was happening with Don Cheadle's side of things, with the Naismith guy, and who was from Studebaker. I never kind of, I never fully gathered where that guy was. Yeah, I feel like I need to make a board with all the (laughs) names and motivations. Oh, I did, I did like the reveal of how David Harbour and um, the woman. He was going to run off with. How dare he do that to Amy Simons? Mm-hmm. Clarice, maybe? Or Ava? Mm. I honestly don't remember. I don't either. Uh, those are the next two listed uh, women. Oh, it might have been Paula Cole. I'm not sure. Um. Anyways, I liked how they were going to... like their, I, w- I liked that scene where it was revealed that like their plan was to sell it to... Like, that's that was... Like, uh, it wasn't just, like, he knew all about it because he was going to do the same thing. But they also didn't know that he was going to do that. I don't know. I, I enjoyed that happenstance of it all that they, everybody was trying to be a crook here. Yeah. Uh, anything else to really talk about the ending? Mm, no. N- no. I feel like for how, for how convoluted it was, it got tied up almost too nicely, if that makes sense. I mean... A lot of people are dead. <laughs> no, like, but I'm not saying like it, like oh, like everyone had a happy ending. But I feel like everything, mm-hmm. like I don't know. I guess it's this just me nitpicking at this point. But uh, mm-hmm. well, I think the messaging that you know, like the rich and powerful always end up yeah, on top. They're gonna like stay that. the rich and powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I appreciate that messaging, and uh, yeah, performance piece. Um, there's a lot of good acting in this movie, I think. Is David Harbour, does he steal the show? I've been, I think I'm like subconsciously realizing he's really... No. I mean... No. He's good in it. Uh, part of me uh, just I really wants enjoyed to, all of his scenes. Part of me just wants to give it to Brendan Fraser because, man, I missed him. <laughs> just wait for the Aronofsky movie. Right? The, uh... God, uh... The Whale. The whale? That's gonna be so good. I saw, I think I saw like a, a shot of him in... in costume but i didn't click on it he's bit he's big. i really like i really like don Cheadle as well uh i like that he put on the little he's doing a little something with the voice and i could i don't know i could watch benicio be, he when he's like in cool guy mode like this i don't know he's he's so fun to watch um uh, even if they were both playing a more subdued version that we normally get um amy simons was also had some of the best laugh lines i think in the movie yeah she was um, probably my favorite yeah i also thought um noah jupe was also really good as i don't um, her son i don't know if i like noah jupe as an actor there's something too earnest about him about it David might just Harvard be that in this movie i mean he was that 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 
that kid actor thing. I don't know. He's been good in other things, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There are a couple performances in this where I was like, I don't know about that. One was David Harbour. Another was Kieran Culkin. Mm-hmm. That's just oh. Kieran Coughlin. Kieran Coughlin's. Well, yeah, he didn't. That's him doing. <laughs> it's it's it really is hard for me to like take him seriously because I just it, like I remember the first time I ever saw him in anything was Baby uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. So now I just always think it's like <laughs> I want to have his adopted babies and and stuff like that. You know, like um, he's definitely playing a shades of his Succession character, uh, which is I good. Need to watch that. Um, yeah, a little bit more of a. Uh, a little bit more, even more of a shit heel and less of an asshole. I don't know if that makes any sense. And Julia Fox, I agree. She needs to be in more stuff, and I really enjoy her. And um, it was nice to see Bill Duke, but it felt like they were he he was barely getting around. I don't know how old Bill Duke is now. He seemed old when he forty three, so he's eighty, almost eighty years old now. Yeah, I mean he, and I mean the thing is, like he looked even like. Compared to Mandy, he seemed a, a good deal older to me. Mm-hmm. Could give the performance prize to Julia Fox's character's makeup. Because <laughs> it's like she went from being very bloody and bruised to being perfectly normal looking. Yeah. And I was like, wait, how she much time has job. passed? <laughs> like, but I think it was just supposed to be the next day. So and I she feel like some really good makeup caked on, I guess. The fact, cover up. the fact that we haven't mentioned Ray Liotta yet, kind of, I feel like that means... His performance probably wasn't super memorable. I thought he was good. It's I mean, just I forget he was in it because he was a very small role. <laughs> yeah, smaller part. Ray Liotta being good. Maybe I um, was just like overshadowed by like, holy shit, Matt Damon. I didn't know that was happening. Uh, Damon was good too in his little monologuing. Uh, he looked old too. They age well, him I mean, up, or yeah. ma- are we just all old now? <laughs> it's the <laughs> it's they actually they just watched that same clip of Saving Private Ryan, and at the end they're like, do that, <laughs> Liotta is he he's just doing a similar thing to what he did in killing them softly and i think he's amazing in killing them softly so while i enjoyed him here i i that was that's my favorite late leota role um the last thing i can remember leo ray leota in is the heartbreakers or whatever it was called with jennifer love hewitt so that says a lot about my um film watching when it comes to Ray Liotta was oh he, he was like in Marriage Story show? he was he was great oh he was great in that's Marriage right story. I need to watch he that. was he was really good in Marriage Story he's yeah he's uh he's one of the divorce lawyers yeah um, like they so he's like opposite Laura Dern and they're just mm. they're great okay Ray Liotta he kind of disappeared for a while though there I feel like he wasn't doing oh, a whole he, lot you didn't mention he's in one of your <laughs> one of your favorite movies of last year which was Hubie Halloween oh that was entertaining. I don't remember him in that though. He probably he might have had a drive-by uh, role in that one. Okay, repeat after me. I'm terrible at this, but there were some good one-liners I thought in the movie. That was what I I, I like. Uh, Amy Simons had a couple, but yeah, I didn't. I don't. I don't know if her lines sound. were so great so much as the way she read delivery. Them. Yeah, because yeah. there was one uh, when she was talking to John Hamm and lying about what happened. Mm-hmm. Just the way she played that scene was great. The, I liked I her with like, the girl at the door too. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's fine, and the the mom as well. Was there something going on between her and the mom? That was one of my but whys. Like, <laughs> okay. Was okay, the wife gay? I'm so confused because at one point, one of the I can't remember who said it, but one of the robbers said something about 
like not being able to live the life you want to live or something like that. And she Mm. had this reaction to it where it's like, okay, there has to be something there, but did it all get cut out or just they didn't explore it at all? I don't know. But I assumed she was um, gay. I don't know. Yeah, I think it could have, it could have, it could have gone, it could have gone either way. It could have been that. And it could also just be like envy for her, the, the friend to be able to keep her relationship together though her husband seemed like a real dud i thought they did a good job of like him just yabbering on in the background every time they went to that Mm -hmm. house uh yeah yeah i guess i'm trying to think i wrote down um uh what did i write down oh one of the lines it was the line that she read in that scene it was like um is there anything you can think of any reason for this man to have targeted you and your family and she says he doesn't like happiness yeah that that (laughs) was was a great yeah that was that was great but um another line i wrote down was put the other one on now because he was on the phone put the other one not now or i will go so far up the chain you will find yourself in all 48 states at the same fucking time i thought that was a good line Yeah, that was. I enjoyed that scene with Fraser mm-hmm. yelling and, every, and everyone having it, giving like four people a chance to try to uh, explain the talk their way out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Matt he Damon ain't with the same old man. <laughs> yeah. No, Matt Damon had a good line too. It was one of those where I was like, is this a common saying or is what, uh, was it actually written for this? And he just said, I did not create the river. I am simply paddling the raft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Um, but why we talked about that? Any other but whys about whether um, besides you know, Amy Simon? Fish Islands. And okay. That. <laughs> yeah. I explained, but why? Yeah, but it it was not a satisfactory explanation. <laughs> <laughs> um, hot takes. Never use that fish islands again. I think that's your guys' hot take. No, that's though you're not, not alone in that. I don't know if it's a hot take. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going for the record shortest episode here, maybe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> let's see expert opinions luckily no dogs died right no animals nope. harmed in the making of this movie no et references he doesn't come for another nope. 30 years or so probably no memes <laughs> for this movie yet uh the book is much better than the movie i don't think this was based on anything but there's only one credit writer but uh flying here upgradables uh george clooney was apparently supposed mm-hmm. to be in this and dropped out i don't know who he was supposed to be though i could have yeah, seen I him wouldn't as, know that for all of these i could have seen george yeah Clooney he could have literally been anybody spot. <laughs> yeah um like mm-hmm. these were the people who were supposed to be in it but then because of covid stuff and scheduling conflicts they all had to drop out at some point sebastian stan josh brolin john cena i want to know who he was gonna play uh nicholas cage as well and george clooney <laughs> John I feel Cena. like John Cena or Nicolas Cage could take this movie in a different direction. Nick Cage could Although take any David movie Harbour in any is very much <laughs> taking the movie in one direction. So, <laughs> other uh, would recommend this over that. The uh, I, I mean I, I the sadly Soderbergh has you know the Ocean's movies and uh, I, I put this on par with Logan Lucky, but uh, out of sight which you guys were all losers who didn't like that movie either. Um, <laughs> the, I'm taking those uh, heist movies over the, the original Ocean's Eleven and maybe the second one over this one uh, along with uh, Out of Sight. But um, yeah, there's a wealth of uh, gritty crime movies out there. And I thought this Just was gritty, go I watch guess. Magic Mike. XXL. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them um so good i don't like the first one i'm gonna die on that hill it's not good 
<laughs> to infinity beyond the this is he I, I guess we're in his hbo max era at the moment where they're basically letting him pump movies out and it, at a, if, he, if he can keep it at a certain price he gets to keep making it uh this is my favorite of his two so far no or not what was the let them all talk with meryl streep was solid uh that came out late last year well worth a watch an adorable um lucas hedges performance in that and uh yeah i said adorable and his next one which comes out before the end of this uh this year it's uh an agoraphoric tech worker discovers recorded evidence of a violent crime during an ordinary data stream review she tries reporting it to up the chain of command of her company met with resistance and bureaucracy she realizes that it's order to get involved she has to do the thing she fears the most leave her apartment uh this I like one that you said agoraphoric so it's like euphoric meets agoraphobia oh, agoraphobic sorry <laughs> it's like when you're scared to leave the house but you like it <laughs> um there's a couple zoe kravitz is the uh girl tech girl in question and i heard they weaved um the covid of it all into this movie as well so that'll be interesting um but that's called kimmy k-i-m-i full all capitalized it's probably an acronym for the tech company in the movie uh but i i look forward to seeing what steven soderbergh uh has to is layering in about um the tech industry into that movie i don't think i have this in my to watch list i need to add it um but yeah lasting impact i look forward to it i mean he if soderbergh's right he might put out two to three more movies next year uh the way he can turn around a movie he goes home and edits all the stuff he shoots the day of and like five days after the movie's over his picture's locked and he just has to do the sound and all that crap usually uh he's he's good at his job guys um efficient at least whether you think he's good (laughs) or not i guess is subjective uh next week we are planning on going back to marvel land and uh with their first feature film since endgame which was uh no no since two years uh, ago no since um Far well, Spider-Man, home. Spider-Man, Far From Home. Yeah. Uh, still, two years ago, yeah. since we've last had a Marvel movie, and that is their film, uh, Black Widow. I guess I didn't do a one last pitch. Take my bit from the beginning. Stands up to it. Um, <laughs> the you could add like two more minutes to the super short episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Black Widow is, of course, a film about. Uh, the Natasha Romanoff character, and it takes place between Civil War and Infinity War, I believe. I'm assuming we're going to probably get a... Do you think we'll get a flashback to Budapest? The the faint, the infamous scene oh, they keep talking if about? We get, if we get Jeremy Rayner in it, yeah. That'd be... Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, I hope it's not bogged down by that, though. I hope it's quick, because I want, I want whatever this story has to tell. Yeah. Um, this film stars Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, Rachel Weiss, aka Zach's dream team of women, and the aforementioned David Harbour are the four leads of the movie. I don't, have they even, is there, I guess, I don't want to know that, I guess, but uh, <laughs> the, 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 the bad guy in the movie, I don't, like, we don't even know who they are or who I it is. I think we know. I mean, so we know that we know that we know the character name. Yes, we, we know the character we, name, but we have no idea. Oh, okay. who but Taskmaster we don't know is. who Taskmaster is, like who's yes. playing him. Yeah, yeah. If it's okay. gonna, yeah, who who's playing them, 
or if it's someone we already know or yeah all mm-hmm. that shit. no that'd be cool gotcha, gotcha. what if it's what if it's another brainwashed jeremy rayner ben is planning on going to the theater i'm mm-hmm. disney plusing it at home i think and we're gonna find a way for lauren to see it now I'm just getting really pissed off about it being Jeremy Renner because he was supposed to die and I'm gonna I just hate it. <laughs> what do you mean he was supposed to die? And she's talking about Endgame. In Infinity or yeah, Endgame. Oh, he was supposed to die. Yeah, well, so if switched. he shows up in Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow movie, I'm gonna be minutely pissed. <laughs> it's like this is I her movie, damn show- it. If he shows up, it's gonna be for that. It's gonna be like a flat. It's gonna be the Probably. opening. It's gonna be that, yeah. that 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 the most the famous or, meeting between the two of them. Or it could be plugging the Hawkeye show. The spin if he shows up the very end. If he shows up Chris to Evans is gonna promote his TV show, I'm going to be. Pissed. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I would not be <laughs> pleased with that. What are the odds Chris Evans is in this movie? Uh, like they said he was recontracted at some okay. point. Was that like so to go reshoot s- something for this? Do movie? we mean like? Do we mean like via iCarvel iCarvel footage or like an actual like oh shit Captain No America's like doing a new a movie. new scene at the end of the movie you know like he shows up to Honestly to, I would love to walk I I would love if it was the Avengers sans RDJ obviously at her funeral Cuz she didn't yeah, get give the girl a funeral Yeah she didn't get one she didn't get one in Endgame So that's Set things I think right, that's Marvel. wishful thinking uh, you don't, you don't, Hulk throwing things across a lake does not service a uh, funeral no. for you No, no. Okay. Um. We do not <laughs> let, don't have one of her scenes be about an angry man. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking to see if Julie Delpy's in this movie, but she's not credited, it seems. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to look at the IMDb um, yeah, page. I'm like, scared of it. I'm no, I looked, at, I looked at her like, letter. I looked at her letter. Damn it! Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I, I haven't had spoiled. It's been two years, so I'm hoping. <laughs> what? Who plays Taskmaster? Yeah, like the fact that that hasn't okay. been ruined for me is kind of. I mean, that's amazing, right? Considering how like you're yeah. put, you're putting out a lot of vibes to get it spoiled. Hey, to yeah. look at this photograph. Okay. I know. Fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> look at this photograph. <laughs> Fucking Nickelback memes. Oh. <sighs> um, if it's Zach Braff, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> I'm already very disappointed that Florence Pugh is with that man. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, enough about my love for Rachel Weisz and Florence Pugh. And, um, yeah. Uh, so Black Widow, that's our next movie. I'm excited to see a Marvel movie again, even if I'm probably not seeing it in the big screen. And, um, yeah, until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find us wherever, find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at middleofrow.com, middle of row on Twitter, Patreon, rate and review things, it does stuff. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd and Twitch at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Black Widow. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row. Should I drag this out until it's 40 minutes? Row.